This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You need to know what's happening. It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. But let's be honest. Did you expect the Dolphins to be five and one and as dominant offensively as they've been in the first six weeks of the season? I I don't think anybody could have been prepared for. Um, how much better they are than everybody else. Carl, we've played, as you said, six games. The Miami Dolphins have 30 offensive touchdowns scored. Nobody else is more than 22. Okay, I'm gonna gonna repeat that. Miami <laughs> Dolphins have 30 <laughs> offensive touchdowns scored through six games. Nobody else has more than 22. Right? I mean, they're averaging 500 plus yards a game. Um, they had a kid come out of nowhere, average almost 12 yards a carry. He goes down. They step up, score 30. I mean, I get it. Carolina's bad, but they're down 14 nothing. They still put up their 35. They still are able to empty the bench in the fourth quarter. You know, Mostert gets his 100 and a bunch of touchdowns. Um, you know, another halftime where two has got three passing touchdowns at halftime. Yeah. Um, it's it's on a different level than anybody else right now. Uh, I don't even really know who's close, right? We probably would have said San Francisco's close. They have been scoring 30 a game. But we'll find out about these injuries, right? And we're going to find out a whole lot more about Brock Purdy under duress. We've seen Brock Purdy when things are, are, are pretty well equipped, right? And the creature comforts are there. We're going to find out about a little bit more about the scope and the depth of that offense now. So do we how much do we know about Miami's defense, I guess, right? Is the corollary to that. Yep. And you look at who they've played. And, and you know, they played one team that knows them pretty well, right? One team that's gotten physical with them in the past, the Buffalo Bills, and they had their way with them. So um, you know, even when they played New England, right? Boy, was that that game, especially now in hindsight, with how good that Miami offense is. How did Bill Belichick them up? I get it. You know, Judon was still playing. The rookie corner was still playing. But, you know, that they, they kept that a one-score game for the most part, and, and Miami was never able to run away from New England the way they've run away from everybody other than Buffalo. 
So those divisional games will be interesting. Um, we'll have to see about their health, right? And obviously, to a, um, his health is paramount. <clears throat> it is. But the, the level they hit, they're running on all five cylinders offensively. They've got gears that nobody else can get to. Here's the other part that I, I didn't think I'd be saying six weeks into the season. I'm a true believer in the Detroit Lions. Um, they've shown me enough to make me believe that they're mm-hmm. going to be in the hunt. They get Jamison Williams back. Amar Ross St. Brown. The, this receiving core is really good. Golf's playing great. But defensively, Jason, 5-1, and one, they held Tampa Bay to 251 total yards. Yeah. 46 yards rushing, just completely shut the rushing game down, and they only gave up 205 passing yards. They made Tampa's offense look blah, and I don't think they're talking or people are talking enough about how good defensively they've been with Aiden Hutchinson and company. Yeah, the offense is scoring points, and Ben Johnson's getting a lot of credit, but the defense is way better than I expected this season. It's a different thing from last year where it was sort of an option run game. Um and they just they wanted to bleed the clock. They kind of last year needed to be at home, right? The thing functioned at one level in the dome on turf, functioned differently when they got outdoors, when they got on natural grass. Um, this year, none of that matters, man. Um, Carl, they've won 13 of their last 16 ballgames. Right? They've Let's been hot. Start there. It's crazy. I mean, that's, that's a season. I mean, going back to last year, I mean, that's from the middle of last year to now. 13 and three, uh, seven and one against the spread. Their last eight on the road. They're getting three ah, sounds like somebody's team this week. Sounds, coming back from London that can't are score. Cashing, are um, you cashing tickets? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm cashing a lot of Ravens unders, and I expect this to be a Ravens under. And I like the Lions on the money line. You know, Jared Goff's fourth highest pass rating in the NFL this season. You go back to the start of last season, you look at Jared Goff in play action, you look at Jared Goff overall, you look at Jared Goff in the red zone, you look at Jared Goff, especially at home where he's the number one quarterback in the NFL. It's pretty special. They're top six team in pressure rate, but they're not blitzing at all to get it. They're the 28th in the league in blitz rate. So they're generating a lot of pressure with just four. Um, the sack totals lower than they might like, but I, I think there's some kind of like turnovers. There's a little bit of luck in that. More of that pressure will convert to sacks. They've scored at least 20 points or more in 15 in a row. And again, this year they're three and all on the road and they're three and all on natural grass, which was a bugaboo for them last year. So yeah, I think they're legit. Um, they've endured injuries already and seem to have come out the other side of, of a lot of it. I mean, they, they haven't really offensively ever had the whole thing together. Cause remember Jamison Williams just got back two weeks ago. And by that point in time, Montgomery was banged up and Gibbs was already out and Laporta played last week, but that yep. wasn't the Laporta we saw his first five games. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on, on the Detroit lions and they, they obviously love that head coach. They, they bring in the same effort and compete level every week. Um, they don't really beat themselves, right? Jared Goff has cut down on the turnovers exponentially from yeah. what he was doing towards the end of his tenure with the Rams. They're pretty well balanced, you know? You can't find too many teams in this league right now who are top 10 in offensive VPA, top 10 in defensive VPA. So, yeah, I like the Lions. 
so we're talking about five and one teams, guys. And I don't know how it happened. I watched it take place. You didn't have Sauce Gardner. You didn't have your your two starting corners. But the Eagles somehow found a way to give that game to the Jets. And I'm looking at the Eagles' offensive production in the red zone. It is down from last year. The reason why the Eagles have been winning, they get pressure on the quarterback, plus turnover uh, rate, and also, you know, this this tush-push thing that they get first downs and able to score off of that, but not like they did last year. So, you know, you watch this game, Jason, and and Robert Sala mentioned uh, in his press conference about, hey, we, we didn't have a bunch of guys out there, and it just shows you the depth of our defense. I don't know if the Jets can do this, you know, week in and week out and find a way to win. It was maybe one of those those things they were due. They were 0-12 against the Eagles lifetime, looking at 0-13 until they won on Sunday. But the Eagles are 5-1, and but it doesn't look like I thought it would. No. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, DeAndre Swift had two games where he looked like, you know, a 1,500-yard rusher, and then that has kind of dried up a little bit. They haven't fully embraced playing option football the way they they were, you know, certainly a year ago at this time. Um, they're not going to set any sack records this year. They they do get pressure for sure, um, but a lot of it is interior, you know. And Jalen Carter being banged up is a big deal for them. I think he really would have feasted um, on that Jets offensive line. That's a game though that they have to win. And you look at the the Jets victories this year. And I, you know, what Josh Allen turned it over four times, right? Hertz turned it over three. Um, you know, that's sort of a recipe for the Jets right now because they're so offensively starved themselves. They need short fields, right? They crave your quarterback keeping them in the game, not only ending your drive, but setting them up to score points, even if they don't move the ball. Um, the Eagles are way worse against the pass this year than they were a year ago. They're, they're really kind of down across the board and how much of that is a hangover how much of that is just natural regression um how you know how much of that is other teams focused on you a little differently i'm sure there's some of all of that but the reality is the quarterback's got to play better like I, I i'm a big jalen hurts believer jalen hurts earned that contract in every way shape or form but his decision making is looking like it did very early in his career um and I don't know. They're just see. I don't know if it's because of the injury last year. I don't know if that shoulder is still in some way. I don't want to say compromised, but vulnerable. Like they just don't seem to be willing to get nasty, you know, and down and dirty and and pitch the ball around and play with that mesh point the way they did in the past. And I really think that set up play action. It really set up a lot of things for them. It got the quarterback into games. Um, but he, he's gotten away with picks. I mean, that Tampa game, he could have thrown, you know, a bunch more. Like, it's been a problem. And I don't know how they solve it. I do know that that's maybe the most aggressive general manager in football. So if Howie Roseman sees a way through roster addition, you know, that he can address it, um, I'm sure he will. But, like, I think they have, you know some good running backs, you know, I think tight end still pretty good. I mean, AJ Brown, we've seen him look unstoppable in games this year. Like, you know, he's, he's pretty good. Smith Still pretty good. I, I don't know if he's looking for somebody on the edge, you know, to help a guy like Kassan Reddick. They're not getting as many sacks off the edge. Um, 
you know, the secondary, they lost some guys. They lost some experience back there. You know, is there a way to sure that up? The good news for them is they play in the NFC, you know. And true, true. If they split with Dallas, they're going to win that division. So they're going to get a home playoff game. But no, this does not. This is not the juggernaut they were last year. It does not look the same in the box score or to the eye test. 